0: Buenos días, Lamporda. This is the Rorschach Spain Update for Thursday, the 22nd of July, 2021. Ten or so minutes of the big stuff going on in Spain for the week. On Tuesday, the 20th of July, the Spanish Council of Ministers approved the new Democratic Memory Law Draft. The law, among other things, promotes the transformation of the Valley of the Fallen, or Valle de los Caídos, located in the municipality near Madrid, into a civil cemetery that will pay tribute to the victims of both sides of the Civil War. The other important part of the law will be to promote recognition of those who suffered persecution or violence during the period between the 1936 coup d'état that launched the Civil War and Franco's dictatorship until the declaration of the Spanish Constitution in 1936. 1978. It's the first law that expressively condemns and repudiates the coup of 1936 and the subsequent dictatorship under Franco. The law was criticized from the beginning by Spanish nationalist parties, particularly Vox. They have already announced that they are determined to appeal the law to the constitutional court without knowing its contents or before the parliamentary processing. Recent outbreak of COVID-19 cases among students celebrating the end of the school year in Majorca which we covered a few weeks ago, has an interesting turn of events. To remind our listeners, over 600 students had tested positive during the trip. As a result, the Balearic Health Department ordered mandatory hotel quarantine for those who were in close contact with the infected students. Although the Ministry of Health has defended the decision of the Balearic Health Department, it seems the courts don't seem to agree. On Tuesday, the 20th of July, the Palma Instructional Court opened a criminal investigation against public health General Maria Antonia Font. If charged, she will be prosecuted for pervarication and illegal detention of the students. The official hearing will be held on the 7th of September. Although Europe is currently experiencing an increased number of new cases of the Delta variant of COVID-19, many countries reported a decline in the number of people who have opted for vaccination. Among the larger European countries, Spain is an exception. Given the population ratio, Spain currently shows a higher number of vaccines received than the rest of Europe, and the decline in the rate of vaccines received in recent days is less pronounced. Amos Garcia, president of the Spanish Vaccination Association, stated that Spain is one of the leading European countries in the number of measles and flu vaccines received. He believes that this is thanks to the recent battles against large numbers of cases of measles. Spaniards have seen vaccines have prevented further spread of the virus, which has also prompted them to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. According to data released on Tuesday the 20th by the Ministry of Health, 83% of new COVID-19 cases involved unvaccinated citizens. Many European countries have decided to once again place Spain on their amber list, one of them being the United Kingdom. The decision has put many expats currently living outside of the UK in a tough spot. Although the U.K. allows entry without the need for a 10-day quarantine to all its nationals who have been vaccinated within the U.K., all those nationals who have received the vaccine in other countries, like Spain, don't have the same right. Several enthusiasts have launched an online petition to aid 5 million British citizens living abroad outside of the UK, allow them to visit their families in the UK without having to quarantine for long periods in expensive hotels. If they manage to collect 100,000 signatures, the petition will be considered for debate in the UK Parliament. If you want to help sign the petition, you can find a link in our show notes. And thanks particularly to our most dedicated listener for a tip on this story. As of Tuesday, the 20th of July, COVID-19 home test kits or rapid antigen tests can be purchased in pharmacies across Spain. With prices ranging from 5 to 10 euros, these tests seem to be cheaper and cheaper alternative to other COVID-19 tests. The Spanish Ministry of Health is still unsure whether the results will be included in official health databases. However, most of us are curious about how accurate they are and if they'll be accepted as proof of a negative result in case we wish to travel. So far, the government hasn't made any formal decisions. To find out more about the accuracy of the results and find answers to other questions you might have about these home tests, head out to the web portal, of The local the link is in the show notes. Although it may be one of the countries with the highest number of vaccines received in the EU, Spain is also the country with the highest price for electricity. Friday, the 16th of July, Eurostat, the statistical office of the European Union, published a report showing an increase in electricity prices in Spain by 37 percent compared to June 2020. Consumer organizations blame the high prices on an increase In the cost of natural gas and the rise in the price of CO2, which are unlikely to decrease in the near future, Spain records an average annual growth of 10% on the cost of housing, water, electricity, gas, and other fuels. While some Spanish regions complain about the number of immigrants in the area, others welcome them. Brañuelas in Castilla León, a small town with only 215 inhabitants, they embraced several Colombian families who were bounced around the country by various governmental organizations after seeking asylum in Spain. Local authorities provided them with employment, housing assistance, helped them enroll their children in school. In return, the families have integrated into the community and are already planning to open businesses and create job opportunities for the local population. Lorena Alonso, the representative of Diaconia, a non-governmental organization that helps provide the social care services to various risk groups, said the most significant issues refugees face when seeking asylum in Spain are slow bureaucracy and low acceptance rates. Spain grants asylum to only 5% of applicants, which is below the European average. She highlighted the positive outcome of accepting refugees into smaller communities, such as repopulation and the possibility to keep certain schools and businesses open. Last year was challenging for many entrepreneurs, but that's not the case for Juan Carlos Tuz, Jaume Ripoll, and Jose Antonio de Luna. Hardworking trio founded Filmin, a Spanish online audiovisual content company, back in 2008. Last year, they doubled their subscribers, and their turnover went from 6 to 15 million euros to 2019, platform is similar to Netflix and offers Spanish movies, series, and documentaries for 7.99 euros per month. They collaborate with the Ministry of Culture and Sports and government of Catalonia and are funded by the Creative Europe program for the European Union. On Monday, the 19th of July, the organizers of the Venice Film Festival announced that the honor of opening this year's festival would go to Pedro Almodovar, a Spanish film director, screenwriter, producer, and former actor will compete for the Golden Lion Award with his latest film, Parallel Mothers, or Madres Paralelas. The film stars Penelope Cruz and Milena Smith, and will premiere in theaters in Spain on the 10th of October. Speaking of film festivals, the Atlantida Mallorca Film Festival starts this Monday, the 26th of July, in Palma de Mallorca, with brilliant new films, an abundance of concerts and interviews, presence of big names like Dame Judi Dench and Stephen Frears, the festival is sure to be a big success. To secure your seats at the festival, hurry up and buy a ticket at the AMFF website, link in the show notes. We dedicate our advice of the week to all the art lovers out there. If you're outside of Madrid but would love to see the fantastic works of art housed in the Prado Museum, we're here to show you a way without the need to travel. Last year, when most museums closed due to COVID-19 restrictions, the Prado management decided to offer live virtual tours on its Instagram profile. Although the museum opened back in May, they still offer such tours, as well as various video guides available for free on their website. A link to the website's multimedia section is available in our show notes. That's it for this week. If you like the show, share it and subscribe for more. We'd appreciate a review, so let us know your thoughts and ideas how you found out about us at podcast at rorschach.com. Hasta la próxima.